Welcome to the first episode of The Faithful Pursuit. I'm your host, Eric Madden, and today we're going to be diving into kind of a profound journey of growing into your Christian faith or growing up in your Christian faith. Uh, whether you are a seasoned believer or you're just starting out, I hope that this episode kind of provides insight that's going to resonate with you. So when it comes to, you know, really growing in our faith, we have to realize that every faith journey begins with a seed. And that seed was planted. It, it might have been in childhood, might have been, you know, you, you visited a church, might have been through a friend or a family member. But somewhere along the way, that seed was planted in you. And there was a moment of encounter with Jesus Christ. And it's that spark that kind of set everything in motion. And for me, you know, I, I grew up in church you know, all, all my life. Uh, I grew up in church and, you know, I went through the motions did everything that I was supposed to do. Um, you know, I sang the songs, I listened to the messages, and, and I did all the things that you're supposed to do in church. Uh, only in doing that, I didn't let the seed take root. Um, it wasn't until years later um, through you know a battle with addiction and, and depression and, and a bunch of other stuff that... Um, that God finally became real to me. And it was in that moment of encounter with Christ where he became real to me that I could no longer deny it. I could no longer get away from it. I could no longer justify my actions to say that this is what a good Christian would do. And it wasn't until I actually started reading the Bible, reading, reading the word for myself and taking responsibility of my relationship with, with Christ instead of trying to mirror someone else's or try to act the way I thought a good Christian should act. But it wasn't until I actually did it for myself. But when I stepped into that relationship aspect of Christianity, that's when it became real to me. And reflecting on that, kind of an initial encounter, I realized how critical it was to embrace the seed of faith and actually let it take root in, in our life. Um, see, I, I had grown up in a lot of, well, a lot of show, um, a lot of hypocrisy, a lot of look at me, a lot of showmanship. Uh, I grew up with a lot of that, not, not in my own home necessarily, but that's what I grew up seeing. Like that was my example within the church. Uh, I, I grew up with that. I'm going to act this way on Sunday, but I'm going to act a completely other way, you know, every other day of the week. And, and it wasn't until I, you know, I, when I finally hit my rock bottom, uh, when I had my Gethsemane moment or when I had my road to Damascus moment, that's when it became real to me. And that's, that's when I figured out I have to nourish th this seed that was planted. Yes, the seed was planted while I was young. And yes, the seed um, was there. It was just never properly nourished. And it wasn't until I realized that that I, that I saw that this seed has been planted. And it, it is actually going to require intentional nourishment to grow. Like I have to be intentional about this. I have to study the word for myself. I have to surround myself with authentic 
brothers and sisters of the faith. I have to devote myself to prayer. I have to do everything that God has called me to do rather than what I'm seeing other people do. And that nourishing process involves a, a very fundamental practice. It's, it's Christianity 101 to some. And it should have been to me, you know, growing up all my life here. My, I mean, my granddad was a pastor. I grew up in, in his church. But it, it took that knowledge that there is a fundamental practice that, that is going to have to happen that's, that is going to deepen uh, my connection with God. And that, again, was through prayer. It wasn't just sitting there with my eyes closed and my head bowed pretending to pray, but it was actual prayer. It was actually having a conversation with God. It was actually taking time to be still and listen for God's response. It, it was diving into his word. It, it was reading scripture to, to hear from God. It, it was allowing people to pour into my life in, in through active uh, participation in, in church. Um, I had to be intentional about all of that because all of this, like even like the active participation in church, it plays a vital role in in cultivating our faith and these daily principles kind of form the foundation for spiritual growth now in forming that foundation for spiritual growth you, you can't do it all by yourself and i know we've heard this countless times i'm a christian i don't need church it's just me and god it, it's me and my relationship with god who are you to judge me if i don't go to church i've heard that i've said that but here's the reality of it. Yes, you can be a Christian and not go to church. You can do that. But you will not be a very strong Christian without church. You will not progress in your faith. You will not progress in your knowledge. You will not progress in your gifting without church because you can only take yourself so far. You're going to need people surrounding you who are more you know, quote unquote, advanced than you, uh, more spiritual than you to kind of spur you on and to push you on into maturity and into growth. You can't do that by yourself. You can only take yourself so far. Now, I'm not saying that this whole faith journey that, that once you become a Christian, everything is going to be great. No journey is without its challenges. OK, you're going to hit that wall of doubt. Something is going to happen along the way in your life where you're going to start doubting God. You're going to start get, doubting his promises. You're going to start struggling. There's going to be some uncertainties. And, and believe me when I say this, it's part of the process. Okay. I have faced many doubts. I mean, there's still things that I still struggle with when it, when it comes to doubt. And, and I've come to understand that these challenges are not roadblocks but they're opportunities for growth because in, in embracing these struggles and seeking out the answer answers through scripture, through community, through prayer, embracing these struggles and seeking after answers has been instrumental in my own spiritual development. Like that is how I've grown. That is how I've, I've went. Like the book of Hebrews tells us that we should leave behind the elementary doctrines and go on to maturity. That's how you do this. You embrace the struggles. You don't let a, a doubt just say, you know, just ruin everything for you. Like you have one doubt pop up and you're like, well, that's it. I'm not saved anymore. I'm not a Christian anymore because I have one doubt. 
God hates me. God's mad at me. He, he can't use me anymore because I have this one doubt in my mind. And because of that, um, and that, that's a real struggle that we can get into because it's easy to get in and, and get trapped in that lie. And if we, if we get trapped in that lie, if we get trapped in that mindset of, Oh, I've messed up and God can't use me anymore. It's, it's really hard to get out of it because that is one thing that the enemy is going to do. He's going to plant that lie in your head that if you mess up once, you know, God hates you. God's done with you. God's going to throw you away. We can't get trapped in our own head. We, we can't get trapped in, in our own emotions. We have to rely on the truth of God, the truth of scripture that yes, there's going to be doubts. Yes. We're, we're going to stumble. Yes. All these things are going to happen, but they are not roadblocks. They're opportunities. And embracing these struggles is, is going to be, one, it's going to be healthy for you because you're going to look back at the struggles that you've had in the past and you're going to be like, well, you know, that really wasn't that bad. You're going to look back at them and one, you're going to be able to help somebody else that's going through the same thing. Uh, it's hard to minister to somebody. It's hard to help somebody out of a, out of a pit you've never been in. So if, if you've been there, if you've been through those struggles and you know what what to look for or, or know how to handle the situation, you're going to be able to help other people out too. Now there are seasons to growth. You know, our, our faith journey is marked by different seasons. Okay. There, there's going to be that time of abundance. Okay. Like there's going to be that time to where you are growing leaps and bounds. Um, you know, you're ministering to people, you're, you're, you're getting fed, you're pouring out to people. You know, there, there's going to be that abundance there, but then there's going to be those times where you have to prune. Those those seasons and those times of pruning, uh, you might have to cut people out of your life, and that that hurts sometimes. You might have to cut things out of your life. Uh, you, you might have to stop getting on your phone as much. You might have to leave a church. You might have to go find a a more biblically grounded church. You might have to surround yourself with more mature believers. There's abundance and there's pruning, and the, and there's times of waiting. There, there's going to be times where there's just complete and utter silence from God. And you're going to have to remain faithful in the waiting, remain faithful in the silence. But each ser each season serves a purpose in our growth. And in reflecting on my own you know, faith journey with God, I found that understanding and embracing these seasons brings a deeper perspective to the overall traje trajectory uh, of our faith. Um, it's going to happen. And this isn't just like a one-time thing, like you're going to experience this one season one time. These seasons are going to repeat. Um, you're going to have a, a you, you're going to have a season of abundance, then of pruning, then of waiting. And then again, more abundance, more pruning, more waiting. They might be shorter, they might be longer. But as long as you're alive and you're breathing, those seasons are going to keep coming, just like the seasons of, of the earth come. You know, spring, summer, winter, fall. We know we know they're coming. We know to expect them. So you should know and expect that these seasons of our faith are going to happen too. Now, no one walks this journey alone. Like, like I've already said, we weren't saved or we weren't created to be islands, to, to self-isolate or to do God or do church or, or 
Christianity all by ourselves. Community and mentorship are the most valuable thing and the most and most valuable companion that you're going to have on this journey. You know, being part of a supportive community and having mentors who are going to guide you and direct you and encourage you, as well as sometimes rebuke you and reprove you and correct you, is going to make a significant difference in your life. It's going to make a significant difference in your faith, knowing that if you do have a struggle, you have somebody that is just a phone call away or a coffee shop visit away that you can talk to, you can lean into and that they can pour into you. Um, it's it's in these shared experiences and, and wisdom of other people that we're going to find strength and inspiration. And in doing that, we're going to see one. This is probably the, the most important thing when it comes to our our community and mentorship. If you are new to the faith, you're, you're going to kind of mess some things up every now every now and then. Um, you're going to make mistakes and there's going to be uh, some correction there. And we have to remember that it is not them judging us. It is not them being mean to us. It is not them trying to bring us down or, or, or to hurt us or, or anything like that. It, it is for our benefit. It is for our correction. Scripture tells us that we have to endure discipline from the Lord. And sometimes the Lord is going to discipline us through through people. You know, there's going to be that re rebuke and that, that correction. We have to be able to take those times and, and take those moments and say that, yes, this is painful right now. Yes, this hurts, just like the season of pruning. This hurts. I don't like it at the moment. But the ultimate end result and the ultimate goal is for your benefit and for your growth. Now, I want you to like think about this. As, as our physical bodies grow, you know, we get bigger, we get stronger, we get faster, we get smarter. It's going to be the same thing with the spiritual. Okay, but if you're not feeding it, it is not going to grow. If you are not dedicating yourself to times of prayer, dedicating yourself to times of scripture reading, dedicating yourself to times of community, dedicating yourself to serving one another. If you're not doing these things, you're not going to grow in your spiritual journey. You're, you're going to stay stagnant. You're going to stay uh, comfortable. It's going to take you to be intentional and in stepping out and doing these things with with intent and with purpose that you are doing it to both grow in your in your spirit, grow in your faith, as well as inspiring somebody else to grow in theirs. And in, in those moments, there's going to be some gratitude and there's going to be some celebrations. So you have to take moments and, and you have to take time to, to pause and you have to. Uh, express gratitude through, through praise or, or through worship or through prayer. And, and that is going to be essential. Another essential part of your journey is, is expressing gratitude, expressing thankfulness. Uh, Colossians 2 verse 7 says, being rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught and overflowing with gratitude. 
Be careful that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit based on human tradition, based on the elements of the world rather than Christ. For the entire fullness of God's nature dwells bodily in Christ. And if you have been filled by him, who is the head over every ruler and authority, as long as we are rooted and we are being built up in him, meaning if, if we are rooted in, in prayer through his word, through his scripture, through salvation, redemption, uh, justification, if we are rooted in him and we are being built up by him, through him, through community, through all these other elements of the faith, we're going to be okay. Okay, so we have to reflect on the importance of gratitude and, and celebrating milestones, both big and small. Uh, gratitude not only acknowledges God's faithfulness, but it's also going to fuel our our ongoing growth. Uh, if, if you're never thankful, if you're never gracious about you know what God has done, what God is doing, um, how are you going to be able to handle or how are you going to be able to step into the next season or how are you going to be able to go to the next level of your faith? And we have to be really intentional about every bit of it. And sometimes it's not easy. You know, sometimes it, it does take time and it, it does take um, a lot of patience. But you just have to remember, as long as we are grounded in prayer, grounded in, in community, grand, grounded in scripture and grounded in community, you're not going to fail. Now, are you going to fall? Are you going to stumble? Yes. But that doesn't mean failure. You only fail if you refuse to get up, if you, you only fail, if you decide I'm not getting back up from this. So I hope that this reflection uh, of, of the journey of faith and, and the importance of growing in it has kind of resonated with you. And we have to remember that growth is a continual process. It's not just a one and done thing. It is a daily, it's, it's a daily part of our life. Um, whether you find yourself on this path, there, there's always room for further, further development. You're never going to know everything about God. You, you're never going to know everything about the Bible. So be humble enough to always be teachable. Be, be gracious enough to, to always be willing to learn. Be always be willing to grow because once you find yourself in that trap, the trap of a mindset of, I know it all. I know everything. There's nothing else you could ever teach me. That's when failure starts. So I hope that you have enjoyed this first episode. Um, I'm going to try to put these out at least once a month. Um, that's the goal. <laughs> but uh, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If if you did, hit subscribe, share it, leave us a review. Um, but yeah. Thank you for joining me on the Faithful Pursuit Podcast. And until next time, I hope God blesses you and that you continue to grow in your faith.